Welcome to the Bridge Africa podcast. I'm your host, Isaac Osekisi. Every week, I'll be sharing employability and entrepreneurial tips needed to help you get the job you desire or start a business venture right after you complete your university education. I'll be introducing you to seasoned entrepreneurs and working professionals in diverse fields. We'll learn about their journeys, that is the bends, their pitfalls, their successes, and most importantly, how they overcame. Let's get it rolling. In this episode, we're going to be talking about how to handle workplace bullies. Trust me, as you journey through your career, especially in the beginning, there is a very high chance that you are going to run into a workplace bully. It's, it, for me, it's a given. Um, you're going to run through, especially if you move from maybe one organization to another, one department to another, or even if you choose to stay, different people come and go in an organization. So you definitely, you need to be prepared to know how you will handle yourself when confronted with a mean bully. So I remember um, very, very early on in my career, I was working for a company in Manchester in, in England, very, very renowned company at that time and um, then this was very very early on in my career unfortunately I you know moved from one department to another and I happened to report to somebody who was a bully you know I, I didn't even understand you know the, the, the mechanisms and the way they do it at first it was very subtle you know you know subtle gestures here and there um, but because for me, I thought I had developed such a thick skin, you know, I've come from very, very uh, tough uh, background, uh, being that, you know, obviously I was, I was from Africa, you know, studying in UK and then beginning a career there. So I thought, you know, I, I had taken, you know, the, I mean, I, I, I could take anything, basically. But I was very wrong um, in, in, in my thinking. So... This subtle thing began to develop and develop into more kind of in-your-face kind of bullying. And it didn't really help, you know, when, I, when it got to a point where it became like group bullying. Because this person um, ended up recruiting two additional people. And unfortunately, unfortunately, sisters, these, these three people were, were, were ladies um, who... Kind of, it's like a ganga, you know, it's like a pack of wolves around some kind of um, sheep or goat, whatever it is. It's like you have no chance to survive. But thank God I did. But the experience was not fun. I And I believe my upbringing, the way I've been, uh, the experiences that I had prior to that, that, that event, prior to me working for that company, actually came in to help me a lot because I had built a very, very, very thick skin when it comes to people making kind of overt gestures and uh, in-your-face gestures. I wasn't really moved. So in the end, it didn't work. But I sit back here thinking that, wow, if somebody else had gone through what I had gone through, they probably wouldn't have survived. The reason was this. To me, it didn't even cross my mind to seek help at the, at the workplace. It didn't cross my mind because... This lady, as I was made to understand, was dating, you know, was dating, it was in a finance, it was in a very big group, um, finance, finance and treasury function of 
very, very giant organization. And this lady at that time was the financial controller whom I reported to. And she was, quote-unquote, or as I was made to understand by everyone, it was an open secret that she was going out with the CFO, Chief Finance Officer. And the CFO was like as big and magnanimous as you could get in the organization. I think he even carried more clout than the CEO himself, the way he carried himself. like He was like a mini-god in the organization of close to 20,000 employees. Me, a little tiny cog at that time, I stood no chance. So I just had to bite the bullet and try to take it one day at a time. Things worked in my favor. Things worked in my favor eventually. In the end, what happened was I managed to get an opportunity outside of that organization. Very, um, very awesome opportunity. You know, it's like, wow, this this nice package, nice work environment. And um, the very day I tendered in my resignation, and I had to give my 30-day notice, as is the custom in UK. Um, that very day, the moment I tendered it in, within hours, it was announced that our competitor at that time was acquiring our business or had acquired our business overnight. So guess what? All those three ladies were fired because of the acquisition. They were fired. And I was on my way out to a new company that was going to treat me well, pay me better and everything. So it ended up super good for me, but sometimes not so for everybody else. So as you begin to journey through your career and you encounter bullies, this is how you deal with it. First of all, once you start thinking that, look, this thing is becoming like a bully, it moves away from your job performance to petty comment about your personality, who you are, and that kind of thing. And even one of the main ways that you, you see signs of a potential bully, especially if that person is going to be a direct report, you report directly to them, is that anytime you do something good, and everybody even seems to talk about the fact that, wow, you've done amazing. They will be the only standout. They, are the, they will be the ones who will not give you credit for anything you've done. Or, at, at most, they will, be, they will be silent. They won't say anything. They won't say nothing when you are being praised by the department, when you, are even, when you even receive awards. They will, they will, they will, they will, the bullies will typically say nothing. But if you make the slightest of mistake, or which all of us do, and all of us will, because we are humans, if you slip, no matter how tiny and insignificant it is, they are going to grab the sledgehammer, a massive sledgehammer, and hit you with it for that. And it's going to go on over and over and over and over again. I, when I was younger, I didn't know why people would be so mean to other people like that. But this is, this is human beings. Human beings can be nasty. Human beings too can be extremely nice. So what you need to do is 
when you begin to start picking up the signals, most of the time, the people that are doing the bullying, that are doing the intimidation and those kind of things, they are typically sick in their brains. And they won't tell you that. And you wouldn't know that. They may be wearing suit and tie or very wearing, you know, beautiful lady dress and that kind of thing, but they are really sick people. Typically, they have deep-seated emotional, or in some cases, combination of emotional and mental issues going on. They may be highly depressed, going through anxiety problems, or they may be having serious self-esteem issues. Sometimes, it's just plain, plain and overt hatred for you, maybe because of your background, maybe, unfortunately, sometimes it may even be because of your color or the way you talk. Sometimes it may just be because of maybe you have a, a beautiful aura around you. Have everybody else is praising you. everybody else says something great about you, and because of that, they just hate you for that. Look, when that happens, the first thing you have to avoid is don't blame yourself. Don't blame yourself. If you are good, you are good. Don't blame yourself for a bully's action. The issue has to do with the bully. It's not, it has nothing to do with you. As long as you keep doing your job, doing your job with excellence and precision and, and hitting your targets, you are good. And that is what you came there for. So the issue is how, when you see somebody is bullying you at the workplace and it's affecting you. And the issue is that if you um, leave things like that is going to affect your mental health and unfortunately it can transcend from mental health into your physical health and that you don't want to joke with that you don't want you don't want to be there and just suck it in and suck it in and suck it in and suck it in at some point you will reach a threshold we call it the tipping point or your breaking point it will either break you or it will break the bully. You have to make that choice. That this thing, yes, okay, I will manage it, I'll manage it. It gets to a point, it goes beyond management, that you don't have to manage. You have to find a way to address the issue. And how do you address this issue? The first thing you do is sometimes, in my case, I wasn't the only one noticing that I was being bullied. There were other people around. There were work colleagues around. Sometimes we go for lunch and dinner, um, and and you find people come to you and say, "Hey, Isaac, I appreciate what you do. You you're really doing an amazing job, and and we appreciate you for 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 being here. Even the smiles on your face alone when I see you and and you that that broad smile that you have just makes my day, man. Keep on doing what you're doing. Um, where you are working may not be the best of places, but just hanging tight." one opportunity will come and then you you know you you either get to a better place or you get to a better boss so all these suggestions were being made to me and unfortunately for me anytime i even attempted to move from one department to the other this bully because she was so powerful in the organization will get to know about it and just stamp on it and just destroy that opportunity. It happened a couple of times. <laughs> so it's like, wow, I was kept in some kind of workplace prison. But thank God uh, she didn't have the final say. She later on apologized to me. So a few years back, after I'd left, she wrote me an email to apologize. Um, but 
With that said, what I'm saying is that when you are faced with a workplace bully, the first thing that you do is confide in some of your work colleagues around you, especially those who understand you, those that you get along with easily, those who, those who you trust. Talk to some of them because keeping it in yourself will drive you, will drive you crazy. So get somebody that you can at least bounce off certain, certain things to who can probably encourage you, maybe have the networks, may even have the, the connections to be able to point you to take this step or that step, right? So you have to build a coalition of people who see what is going on. So you are, you, you are building a case. You, you, it's like you are having a, 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 a pool of witnesses to be witnesses, some of the, to be witnessing some of the things that you go through on a daily basis, right? So you need to have eyes watching your back for you. you so start speaking to people that, look, I'm going through this. I don't know. I don't think it's right. What do you think? You know, that kind of thing. And, and, and most of the time, they'll they, they pick it up and say, yeah, we noticed that, you know, she talks to you, or he talks to you very bad in the presence of people. He, he does, he bangs his, his fist on your, on your desk and he does this and he does that. He says very derogatory things against you all the time. And, and that is not right. You need people around. Number two, if your company has a very strong HR, which most big companies do, you would either be assigned an HR business partner or HR manager who is responsible for your division. If you have that, that's amazing. Immediately, don't relax. Don't, don't sit back. Go and talk to your HR business partner about it. That, look, I'm going through this issue. I'm going through that. So, so what, what I'm going to do is that I'm going through this issue, therefore I need help. What should I do? HR is trained. HR is trained to um, respond to issues like that. And why does HR do that? Let me turn this thing off. Um, let me turn this thing off. All right. So apologies for that. So HR is trained to help employees go over these hurdles. Why? Because the company is in their best interest to make sure that there's no, no one is more treating any other employee. Why? If they leave it, if you go report to HR and they do nothing about it, in many jurisdictions, many countries, that is grounds enough for a lawsuit against the organization because something nefarious was going on and the company didn't act. Maybe something untold happened to you. Or even nothing happened to you, but you decided, you know, you were just mentally exhausted. You can pick up a lawsuit. Talk to your attorney, of course. But I think it's in many jurisdictions, it can be a grounds for a massive lawsuit against the organization. Yes, the organization may be able to pay or compensate you, but that is not the issue. The damage will be when it goes out into the public that an employee was being bullied and the organization did nothing about it. That could destroy the reputation of the company. And good talent wouldn't want to work there. So companies are very careful when issues of abuse are reported. So typically, you report to the HR business partner. The HR business partner will carry it up the chain. And they will address the issue. If you have a smaller organization that, has, that doesn't have a very strong HR function, Whoever is bullying you, 
look for somebody above him or above her if she's a lady and you go talk to that person talk to the boss because it's the same motivation it may be a smaller company but they don't want to have the reputation of people saying that this company um, encourages bullying it's not in their interest number two they could be sued so they are very very careful whether it's in and this transcends it could also be sexual abuse as well so you don't have to sit there and go through go through things like that so now you seek to to speak to either the hr or either they are the the bullies direct direct uh, report or somebody above them right okay with that said before you go to hr or before you go talk to somebody who is higher up the chain you need to do your homework very well you need you don't want to go and just um conjecture right just go and bubble you just see things oh and this person said and this person said because what's going to happen they're going to investigate so what you're going to do is that you're going to prepare maybe take a day or two catalog everything that has happened right if you have emails to back you up print them print them up or save them somewhere print, ideally print them with you and staple them together this is an email i did this they said that or he said that and did this and did it and after i did it this is what he said write everything down verbatim you may carry two pages of notes everything how long it's been going on for you know and what has your re reaction been? and most importantly what what were you feeling at that time when, uh, when that happened did you cry did other people see that their tears were rolling down your face how, how many times has that happened write all of them down write the emotion and then go in that carry that document carry that evidence and then go into that meeting with that boss or hr if that, that is the time to be emotional though because emotions we are human beings as far as is good to be emotional you know god gave us emotions for a reason if you need to be emotional be just don't lie you know because you know as much as somebody is doing something bad to you the flip side is don't lie on them also be honest right just communicate truly what you feel so you go in there and you catalog specifically and if let's say there's a medical issue that has resulted as a that has come up with you as a result of what you're going through be open open up to your hr that look since i came to work in this organization i never had this or i never had to go through that now i i have a referral i'm going through this kind of uh, medical treatment or i'm going through this maybe family counseling or whatever it is bring it to the fore you are bringing ammunition to the table bring it to the fore so you that is what the hr business partner want. they want all this evidence and after they get all this evidence one or two things will happen they may speak to the, the perpetrator in your absence because they have evidence from you or they may call you both into a meeting as part of the investigation when that happens that the ball the ball game changes entirely your approach to that meeting must be different from your approach to when you went to sit with your hr or you went to sit with that big 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 boss um 
who supervises this bully, right? The approach is going to be different. This time around, you're going to come across as somebody who's had enough. And you are going to come across somebody, you're going to approach as a person of strength. You see, what bullies really can stand or what actually dissipates and neutralizes a bully is confrontation. Whenever a bully is confronted, they either exit the door or they get neutralized. One of both. A bully can't stand confrontation. So, what you, what you do in that case is, you, it's not that you're going to fight or you're going to be insulting. No. But you're going to be assertive. You're going to stand your ground for the first time. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna stand, and when you do it that night, when you go to bed, you will sleep good. Trust me. So when what's gonna happen is that the HR is gonna say, okay, Isaac came and reported to us that he's been going through X, Y, and Z, and it's as a result of the treatment that you've been treating him. Blah 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 blah. Our company policy states that we, we our company, you know, our handbook or our policy. Uh, frowns on workplace bullying. That is why we take workplace bullying very seriously. So we want to give you the benefit of the doubt and also ask your version. And that person, typically they will deny it or they will downplay it or they will pin it on the fact that you are not a good performer. But look, if you're a good performer, your team knows you're a good performer. Your KPIs, your, your annual performance reviews will show that you're a good performer. Right, so that person will have no air in their statement at all. So as they begin to do, do da, 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 they will ask you of your opinion as well. That is not the period to chicken out. That is not because you see what bullying does is that bullying it diverts negative energy into you, and then you start blaming yourself. You start thinking, hey, maybe is it me? Maybe maybe I deserve it. Maybe I deserve. Look, you don't deserve. No trash like that from anybody. You were created, created in the image and likeness of God. And you don't deserve anybody to treat you like a piece of trash. You don't. You are somebody who is of value, valuable person, valuable individual. Your contribution to the organization is value. That's why you are still there. If you were not contributing to the value, they would have kicked you out of the door already. Especially if it's a private sector organization. So you are valued. Most of the time, there are people around you who, who value you. Your work colleagues, your higher ups. There are many people in the organization. They may not vocally voice it out, but you are valued. Even if they are not voicing it out, believe that you are created in the image and likeness of God. God loves you, therefore you are valued. So at this meeting, you are going to posture like that. That I'm not a doormat, I'm not a carpet for somebody to just walk over me like that. So you're going to say, look, let's say that that person's name is John. And you sit right across, HR is there or your boss is there and John is sitting across. You say, John, I put so much uh, pressure on myself to be the best I possibly can. I have done it to the best of my ability. I believe my work speaks for itself. I've not had any complaints from anybody in the organization, but how you treat me makes me feel like a piece of trash. I have no words to describe it. I have, I have pondered over it many, many nights to see whether 
it's me or not. But I realize that you are the only person that treats me that way. That makes me, that, that belittles me, that makes me feel inferior. And I think that is wrong. I think I have something to contribute to this organization. I may be small, I may be serving a very small unit of, of the organization. Yet, I believe that my contribution is important. My presence here alone makes somebody's day. My presence here moves the needle. So, I don't, I don't agree that my presence is not required. I don't agree that my work output is not good. I believe that I have a contribution, a positive contribution to deliver in this organization, to make this place an, an awesome place to work for everybody and also to bring in the resources or to bring in the, 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 the money to, uh, to further up this business along those lines. And then you, you start and say, look, the only way I interpret what you've been doing, you've been doing to me is plain and simple, is bullying. And I'm calling it as it is. I feel bullied. I feel intimidated. I feel, uh, what, when you treat me like that, I feel inferior. And that is wrong. And I'm not going to sit, I'm not going to sit down for that to happen to me again from today. Yes, I know this is the place that I derive my income and everything, but my life is more important than any of those. I believe there are people in this organization who are decent, who are honorable, and I respect them for who they are. And I thank God for their lives every day, for being around me. I believe this organization doesn't tolerate bullying. I believe it's an organization that stands for fairness and equity. Therefore, today is the last day I will stand and be bullied. If I've done something, yes, constructive criticism, I welcome. But don't bully me just because you want a target, you want a punching bag. I will not be your punching bag anymore. And you tell that person in their face. From that day on, I don't even know what HR is going to do. Probably they might, a couple of things may happen. They may just leave. They may just resign. Because they, when bullies are found out, it's so embarrassing to them that Typically, they can't stand. So they will go. Or if they choose to stay, they will be under the radar of HR. They will be under everybody's radar. They will go back into their cocoon, typically. Or they may give you a different department or a different boss who uh, will be way, way better than the bully. And I think that is the secret. So, I don't want you to stay one day longer being bullied. It's not worth it. It's not worth it at all. It's not worth your mental health. It's not worth your physical health for whatever money they will give to you. Take action. Take action. When you take action and resolve this, it will help your confidence will be boosted up. If you stay too long, it will damage your confidence in yourself. It will damage you physically. It will damage you emotionally as well. All right, if you found this content great, uh, I want you to subscribe to this channel and uh, I want you to watch my other videos at this right here on this screen and uh, I think you derive so much value. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And if you loved it, please take a minute to leave a great review. It would mean the world to me. Finally, 
If you love what you just heard, can you kindly share with your friends and family? And I would greatly appreciate that. Thank you so much. And let's catch up on the next episode. Thanks and bye.